0: Hello, everyone. Welcome into Living Liberty Today. I'm your host, Charlie Earle. This is episode 64, Facts and Falsehoods. Golly, the way things are going these days, it's really difficult to discern the difference between facts and falsehoods. I mean, we do have the geniuses at social media sites telling us what are facts and what are falsehoods. And if they can't make that determination, and they tell us that the information that we read or provide is out of context. Now, who on God's green earth decides what is the appropriate context for any statement? Uh, I guess it would be statement of fact or statement of opinion or whatever. Anyway, those guys have way too much power, sort of like a mini-government. As they sit there calculating whether or not to allow uh, this column, that column, this statement or that statement, uh, make it to the great uh, web, worldwide web. So anyway, I have a few columns we want to share with you today. But first, I want to remind you that the U.N. Global Climate Summit is going on right now. That can't be good. Uh, First of all, you got a bunch of corrupt Politicians, and I know that is redundant, but you have a bunch of corrupt politicians meeting together to decide how to put the clamps down on their people and how to limit those economies that are thriving in order to satisfy some obscure, uh, how do I put it, intangible concept about what's going on. For every overview, of climate change. There are anecdotal pieces like expanded ice in Antarctica, for example, things of that nature that contradict the overall narrative. Of course, they always have an excuse and a reason for it. But I'm going to take that one step further. Uh, climate change is natural. It occurs, regardless of whether we're burning coal or uh, thriving off of solar electricity uh we're still going to have climate change that's the way it goes the magnetic poles shift the uh, earth's orbit is not perfectly round it's more oval so the impact of the sun's rays coming on earth have a difference solar flares impact everything um come on clowns quit trying to make you know i i've always believed that simplicity uh, exceeds complexity when you're trying to uh, inform someone about a task you want done or about a theory or a practice that you're engaging in. But some of these clowns take the simplicity to the, uh, to the level of insanity. So anyway, but, but rest assured, UN Global Climate Talks will resolve all the issues for you. As usual, we've got a few columns we want to share with you. Uh, One of them is by Kerry Lutz um, from the Financial Survival Network, and this is from the 21st. He uh, had an earlier column about 10 items that will probably end up being shortaged or short in supply, and so he adds eight more, and these aren't necessarily things that, you know that you would assume would happen and some of them on an individual basis are insignificant uh, I'll explain as we go on first one he lists is nike he said who would believe that the american staple of sneakers has fallen victim to the supply chain distribution so uh so nike's going to be a problem which only means that probably the cost of shoes are going to go up and I, I gotta tell you frankly i've never bought a 200 hundred dollar pair of shoes uh well i shouldn't say that sneakers i have in good leather and good boots but uh never that but nevertheless so nike's having shortages bicycles here's the one that doesn't affect me um i have bicycles uh, for both pat and me Nevertheless, uh, they need the tires pumped up because we rarely use them. We live out in the country. We get plenty of walking and exercise out here. But he, he says as a result of the lockdowns, bicycle demand hit the roof and they're becoming extremely hard to find. Another shortage he predicts is hotel housekeepers. Now, as we know, the restaurant industry and most of the service industry is having a really difficult time. And we have another column about that later, having a really difficult time, uh, engaging employees. And so, um, he said that might be a factor in house, hotel housekeepers. And I don't want to sound like a, a racist, although I may get beat up for this, but Pat and I've been married 52 years. And ever since our honeymoon in Miami beach, I have found that the bulk of the hotel housekeepers I encounter in my many travels around the country and and uh, the North and South America is that most of them are, are not English speaking or, or if they are, they're bilingual. And so you would think with the immigration policies of the uh, Biden administration that that wouldn't be a shortage. But he said it's, it's becoming more difficult for hotels that do hire housekeepers who knew he also predicts drugs he lists 192 drugs right now that are in short supply and uh so that's going to be interesting going forward particularly with this um how to unreasonable uh, emphasis on vaccine mandates when we still don't know how they interact and and how many we need and how difficult are breakthroughs on COVID, and we don't have any idea what the total herd immunity may be. We don't know the antibody levels of so many of our people, but he does predict, in in some areas, some drug shortages. Another shortage he predicts is hospitality textiles. Shortages of bed linens and towels have sent hotels scrambling for new supplies and are having trouble finding them. I would suggest, dear listeners, those of you who I love dearly, if you'd stop stuffing the towels in your suitcase when you leave the hotel, this issue probably wouldn't be as bad as it is now. Just kidding, just kidding. Another shortage he predicts are snow tires. There's an acute snow tire shortage building up just in time for the winter driving season. Now, I would suspect, I live in Ohio, northwest Ohio, And we get the all-weather tires, so I would suspect that that's going to be more of an issue for Michigan and parts north, as there are some people up there because of the weather conditions, particularly northern Minnesota and Canada and places like that, who do switch out their tires for the winter. We used to. I can remember back in the day we did, but the all-weather tire has been a lifesaver for me. Another shortage he predicts is paper. There's a the global paper shortage coming that promises to get worse over the coming weeks and months ahead. Um <laughs> and Carrie has a little satirical comment here. Fortunately, very few Americans read anything anymore, so that's helping to alleviate the problem. But uh going a paper shortage, you know, I also recall, and you may as well, that when we started going into the uh digital economy that uh, we were going to save the tree because we would have less need for paper. What I found out is, personally, and I may be the outlier here, but what I found out is, personally, I print out more. The fact that I have access to the web means I find more articles that I find intriguing and interesting. And although I do save them to my hard drive and then to a USB stick, if they're particularly compelling... Uh, I also print a lot of them out, and uh, in fact, I should add that for this program, I print out these articles uh, that I'm sharing with you. Now, let's jump over to Doug Casey. I do him every week, Doug Casey's International Man from Friday the 22nd. He says, here's why the new climate agenda could lead to an energy crisis of epic proportions, and I think on, on the face of it, we all agree with that. We understand it. We understand that as long as they keep beating the snot out of fossil fuels and making them more difficult to acquire and switch reliance onto sustainable type energy, and that's in quotes in my mind, that we're going to have massive disruptions in energy supply. The cost of energy is going to skyrocket. Because, first of all, so far, the, quote, sustainable energy products are not reliable, so they have to be supplemented at some level. And there seems to be no concrete, focused policy on that. So uh, they're just leaving us out there to, I guess, swing in the wind and fend for ourselves as gasoline prices continue to increase. And uh, you would think that with more, people switching to the hybrids and the EVs that maybe gasoline prices would come down, right? That's what logic tells you, that less use of the product means that the cost of the product goes down because of the supply and demand, but that's not the case at all. The fact that they're restricting fossil fuels the way they are, either through policy or other things, means the cost is 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 creeping up in a dramatic fashion in fact one of the major contributors to our inflation rate right now from the Breitbart business digest of Saturday the 23rd they're talking about the dominant story in the U.S. right now is the worsening of the supply chain disruption worsening did you hear that word it's getting worse President Biden's announcement, I'm quoting from them now, announcement of an agreement to extend port hours. The congestion at the port of L.A. and the port of Long Beach grew from 97 ships to 100. Well, that didn't work out well. Auto production, which is expected to pick up in the back half of the year, has continued to fall. And part of that's because of COVID outbreaks in Asia, which, you know, the semiconductor supply chain to be shut down or severely curtailed the huge consumer product giants unilever and procter and gamble announced plans to raise prices and even ration some items because production has been limited by a lack of raw materials and uh, so if you got a friend who needs bar soap you might want to buy some ahead for him if you can find it before it goes off the shelves and then Going on, quoting Breitbart a little further, data firm IHS Market said on Friday that October has seen a record rise in backlogs of work as firms struggle to meet demand due to supply chain bottlenecks and labor shortages, in turn, driving the steepest rise in prices yet recorded by the survey. Those two key factors, shortage of supplies and inability to acquire adequate labor. I know I've told you before, uh, we have a uh, my son and daughter in law have a restaurant, and Pat and I are engaged in it uh, at, at a minor level, and we just can't get help. It, it's just impossible, and we're willing to pay a competitive uh, wage. But for some reason, I'll let you figure out what that reason is. For some reason, we can't get help. So anyway, okay, a final article I'd like to share with you today is from Bill Bonner's diary, and this one is from the 21st. And uh, he says, with all that's going on right now, who should take the rap, God or man? Well, um, I have a personal preference in that, and I think it's got to be man. But anyway, Bill goes on with his story. He said, What we have are America's, I'm quoting now, America's elites have falsified the signals to benefit themselves. Said as we reported on the 20th, the top 10% of the population now owns almost all U.S. businesses, 89% of the stock market. So that may give you a clue of why um, we're getting this bind and why you find so many people disgruntled and discouraged Well, in spite of all this, stay free, be free, always think free. Remember, freedom is a personal thing. You stay free and be free. That's Living Liberty Today. I'm your host, Charlie Earle.